Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which is, you know, peppery and salty, very, very bitter, acidic sometimes. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. 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 Hi there. Hi. Okay, so we are talking about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, season six, episode 11, St. Elmo's Fire. Another did you watch 80s, right? Is it 80s? Yeah. Oh. Did you watch I, I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? This episode? Yes. I'll kill you all. I know. Sorry. St. Amel's Fire? No. <laughs> <laughs> what if I would what if that was my way of being like, oh, I didn't watch this episode? And then we had to stop the podcast and we watch it. Yeah, no, I know. I no, know. what we would do, I would just do it and I'd tell you to just give me your best uh impression. Improv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if I just yeah, improved recapping an episode that i did not watch okay let's try it well i did watch this one no another time okay amanda and by the way i love this episode right i think it was a great episode oh you well, do think it was great episode. i thought it was great what do you think <sighs> it was a little hard for me it wasn't as fun i don't like amanda and so she was a person i don't like and then gino and jasmine it was like there was a nice little therapy moment i like that and then um Tyree, this is sad. Yeah. All right. Let's just start. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess for the, it could be things got done this episode that needed to get done, and people came to their goddamn senses. So let's get into Amanda and Rasmin, as you said. Um, now it's the morning, and she's it's morning of something, and he's exhausted, honey. He's very tired. He was like me last night. Haha, uh-huh, yesterday. Haha, uh-huh, very tired. Just wants to sleep all day. He's just you know he's had a night before. She's wearing army like she's wearing leggings that have that are like the butt okay it's like if you're wearing army fatigue biker shorts on top of striped leggings it's such an interesting look but anyway they let it be known honey in the most anti-christian and chloe way that they've been fucking all night long both of them been fucking Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not the same kind of uh vibe but anyway do you think that he rocked her world you know, it's interesting. Uh, no. Yeah. I think that, I, he, I think that if we, if, I think that if he did, it would be a different situation. Yeah. Um, she is, she's horrible. Um, <laughs> they, they get up and they go to a place that he considers romantic. Cause she's like, he's like, it's, it's Brahms Castile. And she's like, oh, and he, she has no idea what Bram Stoker's Dracula is. And so he's, he's like, yes, it's like Dracula. Uh, it's nice. It's romantic. So she's like, oh, okay. And so they go there and then he is doing the damn thing. He's like, yo, I have questions. And you're going to sit in this interrogation seat and you're going to answer those questions. Did you see that seat? Like, could you imagine anyone like sitting there? No, they would have to like force the person to sit there and like, it's like the sharpest, dullest pieces of wood you've ever seen, right? <laughs> the sharpest, dullest? Yeah. It was like they looked they looked sharp enough to impale, but dull enough to really hurt when they yeah. do impale. 
Yeah, like this is every part of this is crazy. It's it's funny to me because again, she has no idea which you know he he. They're so a mismatch, and he expects her to be like either no books or no literary things, <laughs> not at all, and appreciate something that he's going to do for her. Which I don't know what why because everything that he's ever done for her has always been just you know not at all appreciated. And she, you know, it's hilarious. Also, the way that he says castle. Castle. He hits that T so funny. So he's, yeah, he does the S. That's what it is. It's because he's he's reading it. Castle. Yes. So he's he, he's reading it and he's like you know when people have English as their second language, English is the dumbest language with how it spells things and how how like it takes from all these other different languages. And so the S is. I mean, it's castle. Like the T is silent and he says it because he doesn't know. Um. So it's cute. But like he's like, hey, now that my visa got approved. Mm-hmm. when when is it a good time for you to tell your kids and she's like i don't know and he's like that's not a good enough answer because i have a visa to go to america and i'm gonna go see you and you need to tell me now mm-hmm. here's the truth she's so lucky that he's able to get a visa on his own do you know how many folks have to marry to get that person to come in, into that to the world she probably wishes that he did have to she wishes that probably that she could have a little more control when she got the visa but he got it so fast and she didn't she doesn't need her so now she can't even control that he wanted to suddenly move into her home you know, like he's a little bit of a statler that way. He wants her to tell her kids so that he can just have a place to come to America and do the visa thing and also be a, a be an actor and stuff like that. Like that is, you know, and he also has very much said that he wants to just be friends with the kids. Now, I think it would have been very smart producering if at some point the producers were like, hey, Amanda, have you ever just like, asked Rasman like exactly specifically if he wants to be a father figure to your kids because like that'd be like really interesting if you had that conversation you know like I'm also surprised that didn't happen but instead what happens of course is that we get a fight that happens off camera and then we don't get to see any of what was said really we just get a he said she said like summer nights you know like and Mm -hmm. then whatever Mm -hmm. which is annoying because they aren't right for each other and there are issues. And so, yeah, I, I'm happy that we get, I guess, in-depth recaps of what their conversation was, but how I would have loved to have watched it. I don't know, because I've invested in 11 episodes of a docu-series, Matt Sharp. <laughs> I mean, they showed us the remnants, right? They showed us the bathtub, the water bottle, the towel on the ground. I mean, the wine bottle, the towel on the ground. So they wanted to set the scene for us. They said, hey, you guys got in a fight. Don't pick up or clean anything. Crime now, scene. Correct. Correct. So it's also <laughs> don't shower, honey. Nothing, don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we get a shot of her in what seemingly a hotel bathroom. It's a bathroom with a full sink, you know, so she could put her items down. And she doesn't have to freak out. So I'm like, okay, you guys stayed at a hotel. And then now you're meeting him in the park where a fly is just attacking his drink. And he's crying and telling us that, you know, she compared him to Jason, which is a shitty thing on her part. And she admitted that she said some things, but she does not give a fuck that she said them. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't think Rosman understands, Mm -hmm. like, how to deal with a woman who's, like, newly widowed and gone through something traumatic and also has kids and how to be, like, newly widowed with kids. I don't think he knows that. And so I think we're two broken people who are just trying to, like, find each other. And I'm just like... I just blame her uh, completely because she bought a ticket to Hungary or wherever she is, Bulgaria. Where is she at? I don't know. Budapest. She bought a ticket. Budapest. Budapest. Buda- Budapest. Mm-hmm. She, bought a- she bought a ticket there, went mm-hmm. for three weeks, and is telling this man, I don't think I want you to meet my children. You know what? Can I? 
I disagree with you. Well, I will say this. She's been insufferable the whole time. And so I agreed with you the whole time. This is the one time where I feel like she got a fucking clue. I think that she got scared about the visa thing. I think that she also wasn't very impressed with his sex. And so I think that she was kind of like, I don't want this guy to just come live with me and the kids. And then just like literally not make any money, want to be an actor. And then I have to like support him. He, cause he has nothing going for him. And no, I don't want to. No, I get you. I, I think you're right for that. I, I think you're right. I just think that the way it all came about was dumb. Like she didn't have to do all of this for that. And also like the tourist visa is what max three months. So she, he's not moving there. He's just going to visit her. And I get that she doesn't want him to stay at her house, but she needs to just say that as opposed to making him feel inadequate, right? Like, yeah, no one is going to live up to Jason's standards. She probably did all kinds of like crazy, nasty things with Jason before they even had kids where this is now the person you give everything to. And now someone new is coming into her life and maybe it was different. Maybe she didn't feel as cuddly, wuddly or like, you know, they didn't have the time. She went there on her period. So they didn't have sex for that, you know, first couple of, nights which is fine i just feel like she is being a bitch about handling it she's being bitchy i'm not saying being she's being bitchy like to throw things in his face and tell him he's not like jason i mean when he she can just say look when you come to the u.s you can't just pursue acting you're gonna have to get a job but he's only there on a visa so he can't get a job so this this is why i don't understand what the argument is You know what? I, I see your point. I, I, yeah, she did. She didn't do a lot of things right. You know, like she, I think that she literally was like, I want to come like, see what this guy's like, like travel a little bit, just get the hell out of like my life and these kids and the death or dead daddy box. And he makes me feel some sort of way and how exciting this is. And I've never been to Budapest and he's hot and I get there and listen, he's actually a whole person and he wants things too. And what he wants I don't know if I want to give it and I'm just going to be, and you know, I think that she, anyway, not having said that she is selfish and immature and has the emotional IQ of like someone who was much younger than her. And all Mm -hmm. of that is very scary. So I don't think that she has the wherewithal to have like the, the grace to empathize with him and make him feel validated. I think that she is clinging onto her mind on the thing that like what feels good for her is that, they're just a mismatch or whatever. And in her very like toxic feminine, you know, minuscule mind, she's like, well, Jason made money and you know, like he did anything for the family and this guy wants to not be a man. So I'm just going to like tell him why he's not right for me. So I don't feel bad about why I'm breaking up with him. And he sees why we're not a match. He's not a match for me because he will make money for me. Like my dead husband, you know, like I think that that's literally her train of thought, which is, girl i mean it's like you know you know it's it's as small as you know the city that she was conceived in you know what i'm saying it's just that's why i should go back she's she's not she's not for this for this world yeah 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 she's not and i don't think he understands how country she is not country but how like far away from the city she is how different her life is i think he just thinks america and he's like thinking some kind of city or maybe she doesn't live far from the city but let me tell you i'm in the part of america where you step one foot outside the city and it is farmland chris you can attest we drove in and we were like farm 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 big ass candy store city we're like what happened how did, how did the city just come upon us when it's literally surrounded by miles of cornfields? So he's silly. <laughs> okay, that's all I have to say about him. 
You know what? Why don't we let a commercial say something? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to before the 90 days. You want to move on to them? Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. This one was hard. I know it. I, I It's so, it's interesting because. Cleo again, and Christian, guys. Cleo and Christian. We are talking about Cleo and Christian and then we don't know what happened. It's one of those things where conversations happen off camera and then it becomes like a he said, she said situation where it's confusing and vague and I don't really know. (laughs) Folks, we're talking about Cleo and Christian. You're right, Chris. Um, I really don't know what, here's what I think I know. I think I know that what happened is he texted her something that he didn't need to text her. And so she freaked out. And so she called him and he was unable to answer her questions in a satisfactory or at least calm her down and get her to understand where he's coming from. I think that's what happened. He didn't do his best to, to abate her fears. And so her mind started spinning now this now this is what I'm saying, folks, is only if his version of the story is true. <laughs> okay. Because he tell he he tells the story, which Jane does not believe. Jane does not believe that Christian did what he she thinks that he's trying to save his face or something she said that was hilarious. Um, so we have a situation where she and her friend Jane, Chloe and Jane, are going to I'm sorry, Cleo and Jane, they are going uh, back to her apartment to, she needs like a, I don't know, like a security friend or something, you know, like how some folks have like, you know, you get nervous and you just like hug this pillow. That's who Jane is. Jane is for her. Jane is the person that's just like hugging the pillow, allowing her to be comfortable when she's talking to Christian because of her autism. So they get into the home and he immediately feels attacked. I've never had someone feel so attacked so soon in a conversation. He's like, I feel like you've already gotten a different point of the story. And, you know, I'm having to, I don't know, I'm having to just kind of like come in and defend myself. And I said to myself, why do you feel like you need to defend yourself to her friend? This, that feels weird that you are already feeling like, oh, well, she's already been telling people that I'm this bad guy. Like he's so worried about his image and the image that's projected and coming off. It's crazy. I, yeah, I mean, I guess in my mind, I'm like, well, there is two against one. And he, that person, it's hard though, because if he feels like he has a side of the story, it's hard to have two against one because then you have two people that know one side of the story going against you. And if they're both talking at you, it's like, why do I have to do both of you? it just no I don't think that does feel fair you know like I don't think but it's 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 like this I tend to believe that Christian is weird and being 
and vaguely lying about how he was feeling. I tend to feel that Cleo was right, but I don't know exactly what it was. It's that they had sex and there was penetration of some kind. This is what I'd like. And then Christian on camera made it seem like they only went to second base, which to us makes it feel like touching boobies or whatever he feels like sex and second bases, you know, but obviously not home run, which in the, as we talked about the patriarchal heterosexual version of what sex means is some sort of penetration, which negates lesbian sex. And anyway, so it's like that part is already a little murky. And then what we get into is whether what they actually did and then but, but Cleo says that it was definitely sex and that they had had a conversation where Cleo said that she would be open to discussing whatever it is. We know as watchers that they have to assume that the 90 day producers are going to ask them about their sex life. They're on a dating and relationship show. So Christian also then had to have known that at some point they might also ask him because they've been asking him the whole time, like, have you guys kissed yet or whatever? He knows that they're interested in the physical contact of this christian then of course two producers says they didn't penetrate they didn't have sex and then at some point they have a conversation where christian says oh no cleo i just wanted to see i only lied because i thought you wouldn't be comfortable and cleo's like i have only told you that i was very comfortable being open and honest and what cleo i think also wants to say is and as a transgendered woman you should know that it's incredibly hurtful for you to deny any part of our sexual relationship and you are not being sensitive to that and it's a very paramount thing and that is a very big truth that i don't think is being said either and i also feel like cleo then is like i also am autistic and i don't know if i'm reading things right and i'm in the moment i have all these feelings i need jane to be there to kind of like bounce off but she knows it's not like i think that she knows it's not very nice to christian who she's had a full thing with so then she does say sir say certain things in some sort of conversation again i don't mean to like about the gaslighting. So then we see this conversation where Christian's like, Jane, can you go off to the side, go on to a different room? He talks to Cleo and he's like, you made me, you said these things and I don't think they're right. And if you say these things to me, I don't think I can be in a relationship with someone who either thinks or says these things to me, which is one way of putting, which is, I'm like, that's interesting. But we also have Cleo who desperately wants to be in a relationship. Cleo right now is not in a space where Cleo is owning her power to be like, I need days to think about it or whatever. Cleo is experiencing the dread of losing this connection. And I think it's clouding her judgment of being able to like really feel what she's feeling because him saying that starts to make her like second guess what she said and how she feels. And then, so when Jane comes back, Jane doesn't know if things have been like, okay, because Christian's like, you know, Jane, thank you so much for coming over. Everything's kind of like chill here now, like love to meet you in a different environment. And she's like, okay, Cleo, is that what it is? And Cleo's like, um, you know, it's like, it's weird, right? It is weird. Uh, I think you're absolutely correct. I think you keyed into the exact situation that's going on where she had to give up what she was feeling because she didn't trust her feeling and because he doesn't want to be called a gaslighter or the psycho, this is what she called him, or said something alluded to that and it upset him. And so she was acknowledging his feelings in that moment because he was like, I love you. I want this to work and I would never deny our relationship. I was just trying to cover you. But we all know that is not true. Um, and so like 
that's why in the beginning I was talking about this is his person. This is what the story he's spinning. And then like the story she is, is talking about is that I, I just think that it's somewhere in between. I think that her feelings are valid, but I believe that when you tell someone that they're gaslighting you or you tell them that they're being psycho, you need to say that to their face. Uh, <laughs> and like, I, you know, for me, there are things and words that people can say to me that they can't come back from. And so I understand his point of view in that moment of like feeling like he's being attacked and he doesn't understand why. Uh, and I understand that we're watching a young, two young people like traverse and go through a situation on TV where one is ready and one is not. But because I know trans people and I like roam in a world that is LGBTQIA positive uh, adjacent, then I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> like, you know, and I think a certain contingency of the country may feel sorry for him. Yeah, I think I, I don't feel sorry for him. I mean, I, I feel this conversation I see I'm like, well, we don't know. This conversation is very vague because we don't know both sides to make a pure judgment on this argument. What we've seen thus far, I've already, I, yeah, of course I like Cleo more than her. I'm sorry, more. I like Cleo more than him and I feel like she can do better than him. And I feel like he's, uh, he's just a little, he's not, he's not right for her. He's not good enough for her. That's what I would feel like. And it's so I think overly made me upset when every time that she made it seem like she was less than him and it, it she's not anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I think that's the end of them, right? Yeah. We want to go on to uh, Gino and Jasmine. Sure. Oh, uh, can we just talk about this? Okay. So it opens and they're making babes fresh empanadas. Like they, I want to go to Panama so bad. I want to go to Panama. I want to, I want to go to Panama so bad. I'm like, don't even care if I like run into her. I'm not there. Like she also, they also make Jasmine look, Jasmine has her best, I think, episode in that she seems at least the most rational at one point in this episode as opposed to the entire season but oh my god they're making those empanadas they're so fresh of course he wants a bean one farty mcfarts a lot he's just like give me that bean bean dip one make sure there's a bean dip empanada you know yes jasmine bean dip empanada i'm in panama panama uh so she and him are doing this cute little thing. They're having a moment where they're all being cutie, cutie tootsies. Then they go and they walk on some like treacherous terrain, which she says that she can walk on with heels. And I don't believe her. But then also the camera pans back and he is dressed like the grandpa of the grandpaies. Okay. This man has on some kind of tropical short sleeve shirt. And then underneath that, he's got on a long Navy, like long sleeve shirt. And then he's got on these horrible nineties jeans with white dirty white shoes and he's just like <laughs> like all giggling the entire time chris it is too much also you need to hear jake's impersonation of gino oh yeah i i do okay great i do the spirit of gino and jake actually does gino mm -hmm. <laughs> it was it's crazy you know, yeah. I mean, Jake is like a musical genius, you know? Yeah. His ear is fantastic. I know it. Uh, we're talking about Jake from Reality Gaze, in case you're wondering. Well, they call him Poodle. But you know what I do love? Waterfalls. And I would chase them. You know who also chased them? 
Gino and Jasmo, oh, Jasmo, Gino and Jasmine over this rocky terrain, honey. And he loves that waterfall. He feels such power. Wow. Do you want to go to a waterfall with me and just like feel its power? Yeah, Great. I do. Um, they have them in Panama. So <laughs> that could all happen. Um, um, he also says that he has to, so, you know, he decides that in this beautiful terrain, it's time to, uh, strike while the iron's hot and she's not, you know, which is like always, uh, it's, it's, it's rocky literally and figuratively when he can get her in a good place to, I don't know, do anything. And he wants to FaceTime Dana. So he literally says, let's find some rocks and have a squat, which is like the most disgusting thing ever. And it sounds like you are about to pee mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. It absolutely, or more. Yeah, so they sit on a rock to talk to the cousin Dana, or uh, Dana, as it's pronounced, but he, he, I think she calls him Dana. She doesn't know. And so (laughs) then they get on the phone with Paquetti, macaroni in a pot, Dana. (laughs) And um, it's supposed to squash the beef between them two, which they have no beef. Like Jasmine's comment is, uh, Jasmine's frustration at Dana's comment is weird to me. Um, and so he apologizes and he's like, Hey, it just looks like you got a lot of work done to your face. And you know, I know Gino paid for it. And she's like, whatever Gino gives me, uh, whatever he does for me is because of love. I love Gino. And it's, I really don't think it's anyone's business. And so he's like, you're right. It's not my business. I wish you guys the best. And he apologizes and she rolls her eyes. She doesn't believe that the apology was sincere. Which I was like, it's the best apology I have ever seen from a family member who thinks that somebody from the other country is gold digging. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it is. It's just that I think that he, like, I think that it would have gone better for him if he hadn't brought up the plastic surgery and, like, beauty treatments. But unfortunately, this is what it is. She, she you know, I, I'm no fan of hers, but you, if you're going to comment on a woman's looks or body, it's just never going to go right ever, never, like <laughs> just never, you know? And so he's just like, you just do so many things to your face, you know? And then it's like, Oh, no, no, I'm not going to talk to you because immediately when a man brings up a female's looks, it's like, look at you. What are you talking about? Look, Dana, what? How can you even remark about my looks as being anything? How dare you even discuss the way I look? Who are you to bring up the fact that you can even see my face? Yeah, that's how I feel. I I swear to God, I I like, I yeah, that's how I feel. Now, having said that, Dana can be like, say anything else to Jasmine. You just cannot. It's where you shoot yourself in the foot, how you phrase it. You cannot talk about a woman's looks. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He literally could have been like, Jasmine, I, I know my, my cousin, I'll be honest, just like gives you a lot of money. And I don't know uh, 
if he can afford it or can afford that lifestyle or if you know what his lifestyle is like here. Then she would say, which she did say, he's a grown-ass man and I'm just going to let him be a grown-ass man, which is also true, you know? And then Dana had to do exactly what Dana can do, which is zip up his lip and go about this person's life. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But yeah, like when Dana, who has a face that's sagging from ear to ear, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, like a hound dog is going to be like, well, on social media, I saw that you do some things. You know, it's like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck do you think you are to ever talk to me or talk about what I've done to myself or what I do to myself? You are a disgusting oh, spaghetti maker with a face that looks like it's been melting over a pot of hot water for the past 280 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I mean that, and I mean that from a feminist female place. I again have no like, you know, like no love of Jasmine. It just this part triggers and irks me to no end when men talk about women's looks at all and you can even say like but chris you'll talk about females looks and i'll be like i know <laughs> i don't care it's the same thing then fine They're, like i feel like every female is my fucking sister and i can talk about my sister and don't you fucking talk about my sister i don't you know i all don't right. i don't even know what to say about it i'm not saying it's right or wrong but i'm telling you passionately how, what i believe yes I, we passionately hear it from you okay <laughs> great um i I, yeah, I don't think it's right for him to be like, you've had this, you've had that. Because, A, he is a grown-ass man who is giving this money. And the truth is he should get out of this relationship. And if he wants to kind of continue to push it, and then talking about, like, having kids possibly later, it's, like, wild. Yep. It's wild. So, um... Correct. And also, this isn't Gino's first time. He's brought in, in someone over on the K-1 visa before. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, all right, let's talk about our last not-couple... Hi, Ray. <laughs> um, is it the last one? Oh, no. Just kidding. It's no, not. We have two more. <laughs> I know. When you said not couple, I was like, well, I think he, I thought you meant not because he's not in a couple. He's not. Yeah. That's yeah. What, exactly what I meant. Yep. Um, <laughs> too bad. We still have two more people left. Uh, so Tyree is sitting at the bar waiting for Camilla to come in. Camilla comes in and she isn't quite wearing the outfit that we thought she was wearing, but we still don't know what outfit she is wearing. It was like a lot of clothing and I couldn't tell what was happening. Also eyelashes a lot, hair a lot, nails a lot, but he dug it. He felt like she came in dressed nice, smelling good, nails did, hair did, everything did, which I actually appreciate a man who can look at me and tell the effort that I have put in to looking good. Like if a guy were to be like, ooh, I love the chrome on your nails, I'd be like, thank you so much for noticing. Chrome? You expect a guy to know chrome on your nails? Not like, I think you have an interesting nail job. You think a man's going to be like, I like the chrome on your nails? But is he like on a TikTok looking at Haley Bieber's, you know, glazed donut nails and giving you... Who's what? Haley Bieber? Haley Bieber? Oh. Did I say her name wrong? I don't know what you said. Okay. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't know her. Okay. But I will say this. Okay. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I got sharked. Okay, tell sharked. us, tell us. I got sharped because uh, last episode they had a body shot of the person coming in and I made the prediction that this person was going to be mask mm -hmm. and or ma like mask. And no, you know, this person is Camilla and the Camilla that we, we met in pictures. Uh, she looks, you know, she is that person. Actually, she looks better facially than the person that was in the pictures. They just, the way that she was dressed, I, 
I just registered as being like a different person. And then I see her and she's super cute. Uh, LOL that she comes in and she's like, looks at him and she's like, I got to put my glasses on. And then she puts her glasses on, sees him. And then she, and then he is smiling, honey, the biggest ear to ear as well. I said, it's so happy with what he sees. Then she's like, Oh, got it. Just got it. Just going to take these glasses off now. Don't need to see anymore, honey. You're just going to put them away and I'm going to work with my memory. Not- <laughs> That is crazy to me. Like, I cannot talk to somebody if I don't have my glasses on or I can't see their face. They're talking to me and it just is like, because I can't see them. So for her to just be so comfortable being blind, like she was, she walked in there blind. And then she was like, just kidding. I need to see what's happening. I need to see where all the chairs are. Okay. Got it. Put it away. It is like wild. And then the conversation that they're having, he is so hopeful that she's going to like all of a sudden just be like, hey, I want to be your best friend. And she's not. But she's also nervous and weird, too, which makes me feel like, is she a sex worker? Because we're supposed to believe that she's a sex worker and she can't come in and be like, hey, honey, and like make him feel comfortable. He felt awkward thinking that she was uncomfortable. So we thought she was uncomfortable. And then at the end, he asks very awkwardly if he can call her sometime and he's not going to be weird. He promises and laughs and we're all like, oh, that's awkward. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's a barrel of questions, you know, like, yeah, is she a sex worker? Her demeanor is not her sheer. I mean, in the sense of she doesn't seem to want to finesse him, finesse him for anything, especially just only, you know, if you are a sex worker, what a, what a gift to uh, just be given this guy that would only, would only probably pay so much to have sex with you because he's already in love with an idea of you. I mean, you could really name your price and she's not, she's not even close to that. So I don't know if, again, she's just someone who's been a victim of catfishes across the board. Honey, she put her pictures up really on MySpace and people just took them from Barbados to Modesto. I don't know, you know, and just made all the sites. I don't like, is that it? So then, of course, in the dinner, he does act, kind of try and ask her if she at all knows Christian and or the people that catfished him. And she's like, no, 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 uh, no, don't know them at all. And how weird. And yeah, like she is incredibly empathetic and gracious towards and warm towards the end of this to the point where I think that he'd of course wishes this was like low key a date. And she's like, no, 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 but I will hug you, which is, which is lovely. You know, like I thought that she was nice. And then of course she has a small confessional where the producers are like, so why, like, why'd you come? And she's like, I, I just felt bad. Yeah. Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, at the hotel, at the uh, restaurant, Right. Folks signed waivers and said that they agreed to be on the show. Right. And then they fully, fully proceeded to just be on the show, just behind her. The server is whispering to them what's going on. Mm -hmm. They are having a great time. He has his phone out. So I wonder if he took pictures of them. And if so, what's his Instagram, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like in the scene, you can see them having a, this waiter and these two people having a very authentic waiter connected with sir uh sorry uh patron meal like Mm -hmm. he's been telling them the specials and they're eating them up and he's obviously telling them that they're on the show now why they sat them there is the loliest of lol and doesn't the male in the scene look like an actor that is like a character actor that frequently plays yes god why i know but like and i wish from this moment that i could give you any more it's like he kind of looks like an older um, Jeremy Reiner. 
Okay, Jeremy Reiner is okay. yeah, Hawkeye. yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that, and she, uh, you know, she's cute too. You know, I don't know who she is. You know, but this by the way, look at this restaurant. Like he took her to a. Oh yeah, he picked this, or did she pick this place? I can't remember who did, but look at this restaurant. Like I love wallpaper of any kind. Give me, a, give me some cheap <laughs> rhinestoney kind of candelabras and yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah no uh he picked it yeah. um and so yeah it was i thought it was a good time to be had and he's like the reason why i stayed in a, in a dumb relationship for four years with somebody who i never saw was because i was really scared of putting myself out there in real life and so now i think that i could put myself out there in real life which i thought was great mm -hmm. all right let's oh are you ready Oh, let's move it on. Yeah, All right. two more. Two more. We have got. Oh, we don't have a picture of Dempsey and Stadler. Dempsey and Stadler. <laughs> we can save the best for last. Um. So Dempsey and okay. So the scavenger hunt thing comes into play. Dempsey finds all the clues, but is very worried that Statler is going to propose. She thinks it's too soon. And then um, they get to the she he get, she gets to the final stage. And there is Statler just eating a s'more like a fucking three-year-old. And I was annoyed. I am I am done with her. I said it two episodes ago where I'm done with her being like, no, nah, don't you marry me? You sticky fingers. <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. She's, she's, you know, remember she is autistic. Oh. No. Isn't she? She didn't. I don't think she. I, I thought she said that she's on this. Did she? ADHD? I don't know. Oh, ADHD. Okay. For sure, ADHD. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, she's like, she sits next to her and she's like, this is better than I thought. I didn't expect you to be amazing as you are. And I'm like, I would have been a little offended. I'm like, we've been talking for months. And you're telling me that you fully came here and expected me to not be amazing as I am? That's weird. Yeah, maybe that's like a mild neg to try and get the next thing to go over better, which it doesn't. I don't know. You know, like, basically, we've been knowing that that Statler uh, planned. Before. So it's funny. She says this, but it's like she's already been planning to moving there. She's been planning moving there before she was dating her. She'd been planning moving there when she was dating the other girl. Like, Statler's banana-ramas, you know? Like, <laughs> and she will even say that she moves too fast, and she'll have people tell that she moves too fast, and then she'll just like, then she doesn't understand it still. So like, there's, you know, she's, she's not, she's, she needs some help too. So basically, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. She definitely is like, uh, I love you. Um, when she's eating the s'more and then Dempsey's like, I love you too. And then, um, she, she's, then she's like, are you serious? Are you sure you love me? Are you like a hundred percent? And Dempsey's like, yep. Mm hmm. And then she's like, Oh, so romantic. And I'm just like, Oh, I can't, I I, I <sighs> she bothers me. And then she drops the bomb and she was like, well, I'm thinking of moving here and living with you. My, my lease is up in a month. And Dempsey's like, no, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> you know, can't do that. You can move here for sure if you want to. And if you want to like, you know, live down the lane. Yeah, that'd be great. And Stadler gets upset and she's like, well, why? that seems dumb. Why would I do that? And I'm like, bitch, because you like English women. So just move to England so that you can be with one and it makes sense. Can you could date them normally and it may, you want to live in England. So just move to England. 
she's like it doesn't make any sense like we should live together which is a crazy thing to say like mm-hmm. i fully fully would love to be in a relationship and still live separately mm-hmm. i hate to say it i'm too old i cannot go and live with somebody right now or at any point i figure we both have to have enough money for us to just buy houses next to each other or if we live in an apartment we just get an apartment that's next to each other <laughs> Yeah, I I agree, you know, and uh, especially after, like, that would be the normal thing. And then especially after all the things that have happened and the conversation with the dad and everything. But then, my God, Dempsey really does the smart thing where she's like, bitch, I just don't really know you. I'm still learning things. Like, for instance, like, you just told me, like, that you had cheated before. And Statler's like, and then (laughs) Dempsey's like, you know, and like, I don't even know a lot of things. Like, this ex girlfriend, like, when's the last time you talked to her? And Settler's so like, Man, a month ago. Month ago. Sorry, what? Come again? Sorry, mm-hmm. come again? Um, um, I, um, Get she that asked me out of your mouth, bitch, and answer a question. <laughs> she asked me to, she, I told her I was met you and I was coming here. And she, like, asked me if she can come pick me up from the air, air, uh, airport and then we spend the night together to have some closure. What? Closure? For what? see i didn't know that no i'm i can't live with you no i can't my dad was right i can't live with you no ask me i'm an open book no i want to close that book let's get to a new chapter honey i don't like this book see people don't love me i can get it i get it you're not for you're not for us english girls i want to take one for the team honey like go back to where you come from but no (laughs) she's not like that she's you know like dempsey i know she's so sweet she's so lovely you know and stellar is just gonna like you know push her agenda on her or push herself on her you know like when if you ask to move in with someone and then that person says no in a very polite way and then for you to be like well that doesn't make sense it's like well you ask yes it does because you just (laughs) asked a huge thing and that person said no very kindly as a boundary and for you to say your boundary doesn't make sense is like well (laughs) <laughs> and lol like i think it's you're you're making it make sense right now and then dempsey has to go prove her point being being like also look at this and in that moment proves it like you know statler take a goddamn seat i can the seat, seat be an american seat uh, yeah flight american airlines back home <laughs> yeah i i cannot imagine in the space that i am in currently sharing it with somebody and statler's space seems even smaller I can't, not Statler, uh, Dempsey's space seems even smaller and I could not do it. And Statler's like, yeah, no, that doesn't make it. I, I moved rather fast in my other relationships. And so trying to try to take it slow, right? Yeah. And she's like, I'm stupid. So we have that dumb conversation. And now we're just like, I'm fully against Statler. It's just like, I, why can't they give me people? I guess I'm always against one couple, but this has like three couples I can't watch. <laughs> well yeah because statler isn't good enough for our dempsey and mm-hmm. we know that and dempsey's dad knows that mm-hmm. um but uh you know lol i just it would be hilarious just i want to go to the next person but it would be great if if we do get a scene with statler's ex now that would be amazing but let's take let's take a little break look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, uh, next couple, last couple, 
for real this time. Um, it's going to be David and Sheila, aka Filipino Eartha Kit. <laughs> yeah, that wow. is. That... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crack! Mm-hmm. She fucking looks like Eartha Kit to me. <laughs> she does. Yeah, jawline, and it's like that shaped face, and it's yeah. beautiful. She's yeah. gorgeous, and yeah, like you know, it's yeah, deeply insecure. Um, which is so annoying. So we start off with David. Can you, doing, I'm just, yeah, cannot believe, so sorry. Just, it is otherworldly that this happened to her and that this is happening to her. Like, I feel like I can't even believe it. Like, anyway, sorry, right, go on. No, you're right. It, it's, I feel like the producers are like, oh my God, yes, our segment. It, this is the way I imagine 90 Day Fiance happening. People apply. They pick like 10 couples, okay? Then they send producers out to each couple to just produce a really good ass thing, right? And whoever wins gets their show put on and the other folks don't get on 90 Day Fiance. Uh, They get on, they usually get on something else. Like maybe they, (laughs) maybe they are like, you know, some other spinoff show that we don't know. Match Mm -hmm. me abroad. No, just kidding. Um, So (laughs) um, we, we have a scenario here where it's like the perfect storm. It's a sad ass storm, but it is an, a, a kind of great, pro, you know, production. I think. I was gonna say it was a greatly produced storm, but we pick up. David is uh, doing personal grooming in a hotel bathroom. It's white, so it's like already we are now in a stark difference than anything else we've seen so far. Which is a showered, clean David caring about his appearance and grooming, and I feel like he looks. He feels like he smells good, so. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, we're going to do the thing where we go back and forth. If he can't hear the buzzing of his thing, you know, because he's deaf. And, you know, we have to we, And, you know, God bless. So um, Sheila is hot off of her mother's tragic death that probably was caused by the fact that production and other bigger individuals taxed an already decimated, disintegrating... <laughs> infrastructure of a parent of her parents home that caused stairs to become unstable underneath her delicate mother's foot in the middle of the night causing her mother to fall have no one somehow find her and then just die horribly and now sheila has a dead mom a dad in a home that is unlivable no money is on tv and and truly has a gentleman there that she's likes and and really enjoys and for some reason has more money than him her and she doesn't know how much he has and she it's like it's like such a crazy situation because like we know what it's like to have someone just like want someone for money and that is not the vibe Sheila has and no one could need more money right now than Sheila and no yeah. you know like this is other fucking worldly yeah i was like trying to see if there was some kind of GoFundMe for her. Like somebody set, must have set something up. Like there's no way we could all watch this and no one be like, hey, we could cobble together $1,700 because that is like the littlest amount of money I have. I, when when they turned it around and it was $1,725 and this man was like, I can't, I was like, I, I want to help David too. You don't have $1,700? I want to help him too. So it, it, So let's go chronologically. So he comes yeah. downstairs and um, Sheila's there with the interpreter. She's no longer mad at that Amy's around. Amy has helped just their communication probably by far. So now it's the three of them. And 
from here on out, it's going to be the three of them, I feel. <laughs> so we get Amy and Sheila. Sheila's wearing a backwards trucker hat. And I don't know what was the motivation, but you just reminded me that her mother just passed away a few days ago. So like at this point, if she wanted to wear anything backwards, like her shirt or her pants, I would support it. Um, she is talking to David um, just about like what their day is going to look like and the fact that she's so sad and David doesn't know what to do. And um, then they go to her house with a contractor to see how much everything is going to cost to fix it. And that contractor walked in and was like, this, this, we're going to fix that. We're going to change this. We're going to make this. Da, 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 da. And Amy was like, you know, doing the translation for that. Then we get the news of like what it, he, she asks him point blank. How much do you make? And he says 800 a week. And when he said 800 a week with two jobs, I was like, what? Ne Nebraska needs to do better. We don't know what comes out of taxes. We don't know like what he has. So when when they say that it ends up being seventeen hundred, I I can get a world in which maybe he thought it'd be like five hundred or six hundred. You know, like I'm not saying that's right. Like I have no idea. Like he probably has no idea. Like well, of course, nor, nor American construction would be nowhere near seventeen hundred to fix that whole house and what they did the flooring. It'd be like a fifty thousand to hundred thousand dollar job. Okay, that's. So I don't know. He has no realm to understand how much it would be. Neither does she. She has no, she has no idea how much money he makes. She has no idea how much it's going to be. Neither of them know what the conversion is. Amy's there now. And because of all of this, Sheila's like jealousy towards Amy or whatever, like at least has been like suspended because it's like low key. God bless it. Amy's there a little bit, you know, like Amy does provide an understanding between these two individuals that have to really communicate in a situation that is like not fucking easy. And the fact that, so anyway, so, so, so chronologically they get the information. David says, Oh, we have to talk about that privately. They leave that. They go to um, a bar. They go to suddenly a bar that Sheila has picked. It's called Barcade, Barcode or something like that. I was like, in my mind, I was like, is it going to be like, you know, arcades or whatever? They get there. It's a bunch of young, it's like definitely a younger vibe, you know, of people for sure. It's, not, it's like Amy's, not even Amy's like people though. It's like kind of like a younger party vibe. And they all want to drink beer, you know, like, I don't know what kind of beer. It seems like maybe there's one beer on the menu because yeah, it's, it is, it is the thing that it is answered and there's something that's poor in front of them. So it's one kind, they get that one kind. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I was like, if, if they had said wine, would there have been one, you know, it's so interesting. If they had said <laughs> vodka, would it, I mean, anyway, um, but basically thank God Amy's there because Sheila gets to be like, I don't want you to think I'm a fucking gold digger, but I do yeah. you believe that my mom just died and I have to fix this and I, I don't have any money? I, anyone to ask? Like, what? David can't even afford right now to be in the Philippines. Like, that. that is what I'm, like, it's... <laughs> yes. I understand right. that to certain people, a 100,000 pesos or 1,700 U.S. American USD is a lot. He it's, was, he's been giving her money. So how much has he been giving her? Like $20 here, $20 there. And it's like, it's seven, it goes a lot. Cause I, Chris, I mean, listen, I'm not the richest person in the world. And I know that people, yes, you are. I know that people 1700 is a lot, but for a man who's dating somebody overseas and who go, went overseas and is like paying for things for him to not have 1700 saved is like very interesting. Because the truth is, is if this were G G Gino and Jasmine, I feel like 
I, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is an easy, like this, I don't know. This is a really cheap, Hey, I have to give my fiance some money to fix her whole home. And all it is is $1,700. Like he's getting off really light. I feel like, you know, he's not, he's not dating a Jasmine who like wants money for her face or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. Oh my God. If this was Jasmine, Jasmine would have been like, you killed my mother. You have to pay. You killed her. You gave her your big fat. You killed her with your big feet. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. I'm uh, to me. If you don't have seventeen hundred dollars, don't fly to another country so far away. Come back home because you could easily just. I mean, he could end up in jail. <laughs> he could end up in Filipino jail and not have money i just like it's just like crazy i just like i mean i did one time i traveled to japan with not a lot of money and my cousin was like no 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 you can't travel like this wahima <laughs> he was like he was like you cannot travel if you don't have money to get yourself out of jail <laughs> i was like oh that's what a great point oh you mean like cash on you no 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 not cash on me just access to it right yeah, I guess I'm like, like this is my case. This is my this is whatever. Okay, we all have credit cards. No, okay, maybe that's a privilege. <laughs> that's a privilege. It's pretty to say that we don't all have credit cards. But he has a credit card. Mm -hmm. But this man that is going to probably do the, the work isn't going to take maybe a credit, a credit card. card. Mm -hmm. So what is it that he just doesn't have? Yeah, seventeen hundred in cash. But then I think about it, it's like, do you think that he traveled with any cash to Thailand? You know, with Philippines, right? Sorry, Philippines. <laughs> I don't know because here's my thought. Like what I'm saying is that he, he has a card so he could put the card in some machine. Yes. He could, he could go to the bank with the card. The, the AT, and, okay. But the, if it's an ATM, then he only can take out how much money he has. But if he has a credit card, can you kick it a cash advance over? Yes, he can. That's what I'm, yes. So it's like, to me, 1700 is not 17,000. So it's less than 2000. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not that much for what she's asking. And I'm not saying that he should give it to her. I'm just saying the fact that he doesn't have it is cause for concern. I don't want her nor John Rell or whatever her son's name is to go live with someone who doesn't have enough money to take care of them. That's kind of what she, she then says, I didn't know how much money he had, but it does give me pause that I want a better life and what can he give me? But at the same time, I want to be like, well, girl, he could definitely give you anything better than what you ever, but that's there, you know, cause he has a house. So it's like, they have to get to America. And so I guess maybe that's the next point. Like, let's see if we can get John Gonorel or John Orell, whatever her lovely son's name is on board to America. And I'll tell you right now, he, that man's not on board. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he has to be on board, but for a youngin who may have access to any sort of Western media, you know, if the choice is to come to America, like that person has seen some shit and been like, not for me. And that man's, grandma just died because it's not easy to live there and that's how much that person's like no and it's that maybe also how much that person might hate david for the fact that david might have killed the grandmother but also david brought him that whack-ass gift and now we know why so <laughs> i just i just worry the fact that he's in this relationship with her and he's just barely surviving himself that's yeah. my main thing um, because I think if, you're right. If somebody were to ask me for seven for seventeen hundred dollars, I would give it to them <laughs> because, like, yeah, your whole house is like here you go. And I'm not saying he's not doing it because he's mean. I'm just saying like I, you know, it's not a lot to ask, is what I'm saying. 
it, 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 it's also because he watched it happen. Like, you know, this isn't something where he gets a sudden text like, hey, guess what? Mom died and my house needs $1,700 yes. in repair. Yeah. This person w watched it. So the fact that he doesn't readily give it truly either means one of two things. He does not have it or he is very cheap. Mean. It's also mean. mean He's also cheap. mean and cheap. But we know it's not that. We know he just doesn't have it, and which causes me to have other concerns. And I think she's right for not wanting to. She if she did because she wouldn't be able to work for months. She would have her son there. Like it would be a lot. So, anyways, y'all, we made it through. So, um, if y'all like what we're doing here, we love that you love it. Um, so we will talk to you guys later. But first, if you want to join us on Patreon. Um, we can do so, you can do so on patreon.com slash docusweeties. It's $10 a month, a library first Monday of the month. But if you can't do that, Chris can tell you. Go to Instagram and then type in at docusweeties. And then of course, at docusweeties on TikTok, at docusweeties on X. And then of course, we have a Facebook too. So get in, get on. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.